Hello, 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 and welcome back to Quizzical by Nature, a soft place for women to land. This is your host, Tammy Walls, and I would like to welcome you to episode number 29, entitled No More Self-Sabotage. Today, we're specifically talking about self-sabotage where it pertains to our relationships. Self-sabotage is what we do or do not do that blocks our progress, our success, or our well-being. It can be done consciously, which is deliberately. You can also undermine your goals, your desires, or your potential by self-sabotaging. Self-sabotage can manifest in many different ways, relationships, career, health, or even in your personal development. But for the purposes of today, we are talking about relationships specifically. You know, today relationships can be tricky. We can enhance our relationships or we can be a detriment to them. When relationships have been hard for you in your life and in one season or for one reason or another, you may look for all kinds of reasons to self-sabotage. Sometimes you may not even know that you're doing self-sabotage to your relationships. Self-sabotage, again, is conscious or unconscious. Doing things to block the progress of that relationship. Sometimes there are good reasons to block a relationship. But then sometimes there are other reasons that we block relationships um, for fearful reasons, you know, for other things that may have happened in our lives. But for the purpose of this podcast, again, we're going to talk specifically about self-sabotaging your relationships with people and your romantic partners. Self-sabotage in relationships is detrimental to one's own well-being. And it can hinder the development of a healthy, fulfilling connection with others. You have to ask yourself, do I have some of these common traits and behaviors that are associated with self-sabotage? Maybe you never thought about it in this way. Maybe you never looked at it and said, oh my goodness, I do this. I was listening to a video on YouTube earlier this week and I was listening to the person talking about self-sabotage and when she was talking about it I was like wow some of these things I think I might do but I think what happens is when awareness comes to us it is the ability to see what we're doing and to get the help the healing and to stop number one fear of vulnerability Do you avoid opening up emotionally or being vulnerable with your partner due to fear of rejection or hurt? Maybe there's some things that have transpired in your life that have happened that if you open up and tell them, a partner may look at you a certain kind of way. But a partner who is empathetic, a partner who is loving and caring will look at you and, and want to help you and care for you through these things. Um, Number two, there's a push-pull dynamic. This is where you would engage in a pattern of pursuing a partner and then distancing yourself from that partner, creating an instability in the relationship. One moment you're in, the next moment you're out. And you have to ask yourself, what causes you to do these specific things? Is it something that's truly happening in the relationship that causes you to pull back Or is it something that you just really can't see yourself in or believe that it's going well and you're happy? 
Number three, is there jealousy and insecurity? Are you frequently feeling jealous, insecure, or possessive in the relationship, even without concrete reasons for these emotions? If every time your partner's phone rings or they get a text message, do you become insecure thinking that it is somebody else that they're talking to? Are you jealous when somebody looks at them or speaks to them for no reason when your partner is in all in with you? These self-sabotaging things could cause a divide between you and your partner. Number four, is there distrust? Are you having difficulty trusting a partner? Often, even without evidence of wrongdoing or constantly doubting their intentions, do you believe that they really don't want to be with you? Do you believe that um, in your mind that they're out there doing something wrong again, talking on the phone to other people, cheating with other people, dating other people, when you really don't have any evidence that things are really happening? When you bring these things up to your partner, you are sabotaging the relationship, especially when your partner is showing you that they are there for you, that they love you, that they want to be with you. Number five, are you overanalyzing? That is overthinking and dissecting every little aspect of the relationship, leading to unnecessary stress and conflict. Are you looking at every little thing that they do wrong and picking it apart? Are you picking them apart? Are you looking at little tiny things that happen or don't happen in the relationship that cause you to say, oh, I can't trust this man. Oh, I can't be with him because he he leaves his clothes on the floor. Oh, I can't be with him because he doesn't take care of me the way that I desire to be taken care of. Are you overthinking things? It is okay to think about things, but are you doing it in an abundance? Number six, self-criticism. This is probably one of the worst things people do to themselves. Criticizing yourself excessively can lead to feelings of being inadequate and unworthy in a relationship. Do you think that you are too heavy? Do you think that you're not pretty enough? Do you think that your hair is not long enough? Do you think that you're not far enough in life for your partner to love you, to desire you, to want to be with you? Do you look in the mirror and talk negatively to yourself? Negative self-talk is really self-sabotaging. Don't criticize yourself. You are fearfully and wonderfully made made in the image of Almighty God. We all have different looks. We all have different characteristics. You have to love yourself first before anybody else can love you. Number six, are you using sabotaging communication? Are you avoiding important conversations? Are using unhealthy communication patterns? Are you passive aggressive? Are you stonewalling? Do you gaslight people? What are you saying? What are the words that come out of your mouth? You know, they say out of the mouth, the heart speaks. What is really in your heart towards this person? Do you love them? Are you all in with them? Or are you saying things that will sabotage the relationship? Number eight, setting unrealistic expectations. Are you expecting a partner to fulfill all your emotional needs? 
and placing unrealistic demands on them? Let me tell you this. Another person cannot make you happy. Only you can make yourself happy. They can add to your happiness, but they are not going to be the one that are going to come in and fix the things that are going on inside of you to make you happy. You have to do that yourself. You have to be a happy, joyful person when you meet them. Otherwise, you're just going to be looking for something that this person cannot fulfill for you. Number nine, do you test a relationship? Do you subconsciously seek to prove that the relationship will fail by creating drama or problems? Are you telling your partner that this is not going to work because of this reason or another reason? Are you telling your partner that the relationship is not going to work because we don't get along? We're opposites. Opposites um, are don't, don't attract. We don't think alike. We don't do things alike. Now, I will say when it comes to morals, values, religious beliefs, things like that, you do want to connect with somebody who has similar values as you. The Bible teaches us, do not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever, right? You got your beliefs and he's got his beliefs and you're believing two different things. It could cause conflict in your relationship and that could cause sabotage too. Number um, 10, are you avoiding intimacy? Are you avoiding intimacy, emotional closeness, and commitment out of fear of getting hurt? Do you not want to be intimate with your partner? Do you not want to kiss your partner? Do you not want to be close to your partner? Do you not want to be touched by your partner? A lot of times with men, they are very touchy-feely. They're very emotional. A lot of times men express the way that they love you and feel for you through romantic gestures, through making love to you, by putting that passion inside of you and feeling you. And when you avoid that intimacy, not only does it take away from your relationship, the love, the growth, the commitment, it takes away the man's feelings of of being desired himself of not being wanted. So you have to really be careful with holding intimacy. You shouldn't be doing that if you're in a marriage. And if you're in a regular relationship, you know, the Bible teaches us that we should not be intimate. We should not fornicate. But the truth of the reality is people are out here fornicating. They are in sexual relationships and they are doing these things. You have to decide whether or not this is something that you want to do in your relationship But if you're avoiding being touched, avoid being touched, um, kissed, intimacy, closeness, it's going to cause problems. Number 11, are you comparing to past relationships? That's a no-no. Continuously, especially voicing these comparisons to a prior partner will have similar negative effects. The relationship that you are in with your current partner, your husband, These are the relationships that are transpiring between the two of you right now. Comparing it to John over here who used to bring you flowers every day 
or comparing it to Ray over here who may have been somebody who talked to you negatively or comparing it to um, Maurice over here who did certain things to you can only impact your relationship in a negative way. The relationship that you build with your current partner is what you two develop together. You have to leave those things out and bring in what you create together. Nobody wants to hear about what somebody else did in a past relationship. Vice versa, as a woman, you don't want to hear about your man's past woman, the things that she did for him, the things she didn't do. The comparison is terrible. You don't want that. Keep that out of your relationship. It is self-sabotaging. Number 12, self-isolation. Are you isolating yourself from friends and family because of the relationship? Leading to dependence on your partner? Everybody needs an outlet. You cannot be under one another all the time. Do not avoid your family. Do not avoid your friends. It is okay to want to spend all your time with your partner or your husband because you love that person, because you want to be with that person. But you don't want to sabotage those other relationships. I always say that if you part for a minute and then you come back together, you're always happy to see one another. You're happy to, you know, hug each other and want to be together. So don't keep yourself away from others. Number 13, choosing unavailable partners. Are you attracted or being attracted to partners who are emotionally unavailable or inconsistent? Is somebody that you're dealing with inconsistent? You can never count on them. You don't know if they're going to show up and be there for you one day to the next, one hour to the next. Can you call them? Can you count on them to come and check on you or be there for you? Is it somebody who emotionally is detached because he has his own issues that he has not worked on or healed? And the emotions that you need from this person are just not there. As women, we are emotional people. We need somebody to see about us, to see how we're feeling, to see how we're interacting, to notice whether or not we are okay. Number 14, are you seeking validation? Are you constantly seeking external validation and reassurance from your partner rather than cultivating self-esteem? This goes back to the one that we talked about previously. Do you always need your partner to tell you that you're beautiful, that you look good, that he loves you just the way you are, that you don't need to change anything about yourself? Do you always need your partner to tell you that you look good that day? That can be exhausting. Your partner needs to know that you are good with yourself. You need to have that self-esteem before you get into a relationship. If you are always concerned about your weight or how you look in your clothes, whether your hair looks good, whether you're beautiful, whether something is wrong with you or not, that is a red flag that your self-esteem could be low. You need to figure out what is causing you to feel that way. Has somebody said something to you that has caused you to feel lower than what you are? Especially men. Do not let a man make you feel like you are unworthy. D. 
devalued less than because you are beautiful. Number 15, are you ignoring the red flags? Ignoring the warning signs of an unhealthy or toxic relationship, staying in it despite the evidence that it's not beneficial to you. You cannot ignore unhealthy or toxic relationships. You cannot stay in something that is causing you harm mentally or physically. Are you always constantly yelling at one another? Are you always saying things to one another that is unkind? Is there violence in your relationship? That is unhealthy. He doesn't beat you because he loves you. He hits you because he has a problem. That is not a relationship that you want to stay in. That is not beneficial. You need to get out of stuff like that. You need to get the help, the healing. Maybe you've come from a family where you saw unhealthy relationships and it was your norm and you thought it was normal, but that is not normal. It's not beneficial to your well-being. And if there are children around, you don't want your children to see that. It is important to note that self-sabotage in relationship also often, often stems from our past experiences, our fears, our insecurities, and unresolved issues. Recognizing these patterns is the first step towards addressing and overcoming them. Seeking therapy or counseling can be highly beneficial in working through relationships where it's self-sabotage and you can develop healthier patterns of relating to others. Additionally, improving your self-esteem, your self-awareness, and your communication skills can help you to build a more positive, fruitful life and relationships. I hope and pray that after listening to these 15 items today, that you would ask yourself, do you see any of these things in yourself and in your relationships? And then ask yourself, what can I do to change this? Seeking the help of a professional can help coach you through changing these habits. You may realize that you're doing it and you may not realize it. I had this instructor one time that said to me, once you know a thing, you now become accountable to it. So if there's something that I said to you today that made you say, oh, wow, this is me or this is what I'm going through then you need to take notice and become aware of it and do something to handle it. Awareness to us comes to help us, not to hinder us, right? Or not to make us feel bad or make us feel that we're being picked on. Help comes to make us better. Healing comes to make us better. I hope that this uh, podcast today has really helped you. I would like to thank you for joining me today on Quizzical by Nature a soft place for women to land. I hope that something that I have said has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you to dream. And until next time, I pray that you are truly blessed.